Happy Monday, everybody. I think I can speak for a lot of us, not just myself, when I say it was quite a weekend. There was a lot of emotion and um, I guess you would say a lot of suspense and stress um, that carried over from early last week into the weekend. And I think everybody knows what I'm referring to. And on top of that, the weather here in New England was phenomenal. It was just, and it still is today. It's like summer kind of came back to visit us before we are plunged into the depths of winter. So I promised I would do my best to keep to a consistent Monday real talk, a mental health Monday, every week for as long as I can, uh, as long as I can come up with topics. And hopefully we will eventually move back to full episodes and start having guests and all of that. But I'm still working out some logistical things and what that's all going to look like. So in the meantime, this is what I decided to do. And, you know, any topics that I talk about in these shorter real talk sort of mini episodes, if you will, doesn't necessarily mean that they won't be revisited later as sort of a longer form episode. It's just kind of a quick Um, synopsis, if you will, of whatever the topic is. So last week I talked about toxic positivity. And the week before that, I talked about toxic masculinity and normalizing therapy. This week, I wanted to talk about trauma because I announced and shared, however you want to phrase it, last week that a, an essay that I wrote about my own personal experience with trauma and trauma therapy will be published soon um, on a couple of different online platforms. And I don't think it will be the exact same essay, but the same topic. So in light of that great news, which I'm very excited about, and I will share more about that when the time comes and when those are published and live, I thought it would be good to talk a little bit about trauma this week. So where to begin? I have some somewhat complex trauma from my childhood that I'm still really working through and sort of picking apart. And there are a lot of layers and It sounds crazy to say this out loud, but I don't know exactly what age it was, but it wasn't until several years ago, and mind you, I'm 33 years old now, that I was in therapy as an adult. And, you know, I started therapy very young. I lost my mom at eight years old very suddenly. So I'm no stranger to therapy. I've seen a number of different therapists over the years, but I don't really recall anybody saying to me until several years ago in, let's say, my like late 20s, I don't recall a therapist really just looking at me and saying that I had been through a trauma. And again, to say that out loud now, it sounds so obvious, but 
Um, I just never thought of it that way. I had this idea in my mind that trauma was something bigger and more horrible than losing your mother suddenly um, to an undetected health issue at eight years old. I guess in my brain, it was like it had to be so much more traumatizing than that in the sense of, you know, you witnessed an accident or there was a violent, some kind of violence involved or something like that. So I really had sort of oversimplified it in my own mind and um, sort of dismissed my own trauma as being trauma subconsciously without even knowing I had done that. So it was sort of like this light bulb went off all of a sudden, right? After all of those years, this happened, this sudden loss happened when I was eight. And there I am in roughly my late 20s sitting across from a therapist. And she tells me that essentially I'm a trauma survivor. And I look at her probably like she had 10 heads at that time. And I wouldn't say it was like an immediate light bulb, but I think in the days and weeks that followed, I sort of started to connect a lot of dots in my own head and process things that she had said, and they started to make a lot more sense in that context. And so that was sort of a turning point in terms of how I viewed that loss and that experience in my life, and that it wasn't just a loss, but a trauma, in that there's a lot of complex stuff that goes along with that. There's a lot of baggage, so to speak. There are a lot of triggers that um, that came up when I became an adult uh, much, much later. And that actually, you know, the, the triggers, which some of you know, I've I've talked and written about some things related to that, but that didn't really come into play until within the last five or so years, I would say, um, after two very specific incidents. And that's probably a good segue into how I wound up and found myself in trauma therapy just about a year ago after all those years of kind of general therapy under my belt and seeing different therapists. And again, it sounds crazy in, in hindsight to think that nobody really delved into my mom's death when I was eight years old in the context of trauma. It was kind of just always, I don't want to say glossed over, but oftentimes when I was in therapy, Aside from when I went as a child shortly after she died, uh, which I don't remember a lot of because I was just so young and it was so long ago, but other you know times that I've been in therapy at other points in my life, it was usually precipitated by some other event that I was struggling with, a, a bad breakup, a job loss, a combination of those things, anxiety, depression. I wasn't really going into it with the um, intention of digging into my mom's death, per se. It was really focused on other things. So when I finally had these two um, trauma episodes that really I just found myself 
really struggling and it was tied to a very specific trigger, which again, I've talked about and I'm not going to go too much into that right now because it will just get to be way too long here. But um, when I actually reached out to a therapist because I hadn't been to one in some time and when I started looking for one in the specific context of trauma, that really kind of changed things um, because I was going into it with that specific goal and I was looking for a therapist that specialized in trauma because it's such a specific specialized thing and so I kind of took that leap even though I was really afraid of what that would look like what that work and all of that digging and unearthing all of those really hard things would look like. But I reached a point where, you know, I had had two very similar situations in hospital settings um, and the exact same trigger both times that set off sort of a panic um, episode of sorts twice. And I just reached a point where I kind of, again, a light bulb kind of went off and I said, this is, this is bigger than me. You know, I can't sit here and just brush it off and hope that it never happens again. I don't want this to have this degree of control over me. So that's kind of where I finally made the decision to look into trauma therapy and, and start down that road. And I did. And that was again about a year ago. Unfortunately, we didn't get too far into all of that. Um, just because of the the virus and all of the shutdowns and um, transition to telehealth, my therapist, which uh, I very much appreciate her for this, said she didn't think it was a good idea for us to be continuing to really dig into that stuff because it's very, very intense and emotional and, and difficult um, to keep doing that virtually. She really felt like I should physically be there and, you know, have that support in person and that it just wasn't an appropriate thing to be trying to do virtually and remotely. So we've kind of tabled that and I'm still seeing her throughout all of the craziness of the last eight months, which has been great. Um, but unfortunately, the trauma work, which we didn't get that far into, is sort of on the back burner for now until things return to some semblance of normalcy here. So real quickly, I found a quote. Um, a lot of people know that I like to tie things into quotes and kind of share them and dissect them. So I was looking for a quote related to trauma to sort of relate to this topic in this discussion. And I really love this one that I found there is no timestamp on trauma. There isn't a formula that you can insert yourself into to get from horror to healed. Be patient, take up space, let your journey be the balm. So that really spoke to me because I think, and everyone knows I also talk about stigma in a lot of different contexts, usually around specifically mental health and medication, but I do think there is also 
a stigma when it comes to trauma. And I've experienced that myself where it's easy for people who are on the outside of your reality, your lived experience, your trauma to say, that's not a trauma or that happened so long ago. Why are you still struggling with it? Or gosh, like you're really in trauma therapy 25 years later for this. Um, And I've tried to really take a step back from that and recognize that people who haven't walked in your shoes can't always see the full picture and don't always fully understand what you're dealing with until you explain it to them. So rather than be reactive and, and upset and hurt when people have said things like that or insinuated things like that, I sort of see it as an opportunity to try to educate people a little bit. Um, and not that I'm going to get get up on a soapbox, but just, you know, to say like, hey, there is no, I've said this over and over, there's no um, straight line when it comes to trauma. It's not linear. It's not a straight line from point A to point B. It's very messy. It's very complicated. It's an ongoing process. It's lifelong. And I recognize that by now that there's no, there's no timestamp like that quote says. There's no, I've said this before, there's no date on a calendar that you'll circle and say, I'll be done, you know, um, hurting about this by this date or, you know, my, my dealing with trauma will be over on this date. It just doesn't work that way. It's not that black and white. It's not that clean cut. So I think something I've noticed is that people tend to try and sort of compartmentalize and wrap neatly with a bow things that they don't understand because it's easier. It's easier than trying to to really dig into it and make sense of it. So I think a lot of the misconceptions around trauma just come from a place of a lack of understanding and experience. I don't think it's intentionally to be hurtful or anything like that. So I think that's a good place to leave it for for now. And again, um, certainly just because I'm doing a mini episode on this topic does not mean that I will not sort of expand upon it more at a later time. But because I'm coming up on 15 minutes, I'm going to leave it there for today's Real Talk Mental Health Monday. And until next time, I hope everybody has a wonderful week and be well. Take care of yourselves.